0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind podcast. I'm your host, TVTPFL. It's Thursday. It's August 11th. It is 2022. We have six games here on the early slate. Looks like only two games on the late slate. So we're going to focus on the early slate today. Riding solo today with only six games in an early slate. like to do quicker podcasts. So went solo, and that way... If you're, you know, trying to jam this in in the morning, then yeah, that's quick and to the point. We're going to jump right in here and get started with Miami at Philadelphia, eight and a half total. Um, the Phillies, a 170 favorite here. Cabrera going up against Kyle Gibson, Edward Cabrera, 8,600 on DraftKings has pitched really well in three of his first four starts this year. Kind of interesting that Philadelphia is such a big favorite here. Cabrera has shown, you know, good upside strikeout wise. He really hasn't allowed a ton of power. And he's done a great job of, you know, generating ground balls against lefties. So someone like Schwarber. Schwarber is a fly ball guy. Um so I mean he could benefit from facing a ground ball pitcher here. But in tournaments, I kinda like Edward Cabrera. I don't think a lot of people will play him today because of his price, but pitching on the slate is kind of weak overall. So I think someone like Cabrera who has some strikeout ability is very much in, in play today. So like him, worry about the pitch count a little bit, but he is someone that, you know, can put up six, seven, eight strikeouts. And Philadelphia Philadelphia not like a high walk rate team. So um Definitely don't mind taking some shots on him in this spot. On the other side, Kyle Gibson. I mean, Kyle Gibson's 8K, probably going to end up being pretty popular here, coming off of a good start. Really has pitched well in four of his last five starts, including a good start against Miami in Miami a couple weeks ago on July 15th, almost a month ago now. Miami doesn't have a ton of power in this offense, so Gibson, someone that could probably see six, seven you know, good innings against Miami here, add in maybe three to five strikeouts. So at 8K on a slate where pitching is kind of weak, he's definitely in play on the slate. So looking at the Miami bats, I mean, they just don't really have a ton of power. I think if you're going to play anybody, it's going to be JJ Belide. Um He's shown a little bit of pop. He's still twenty one hundred over there on DraftKings, and he should hit, you know, third or fourth in the lineup today against Gibson. And Gibson has a 14% K rate against lefties. So Blade is someone that I don't mind looking at. And then on the Philadelphia side, like I said, Cabrera is a ground ball pitcher. So Schwarber being a big flyball hitter, um, obviously super in play here. Don't mind maybe a little mini stack. Don't think I full stack this spot. I like the price on Hall at 3500 but first base is going to be a position today. We're likely going to spend up, but if you're not, um, or if you're playing on FanDuel and you want to play Hall and two first basements, I don't hate that. And then, you know, you can look at Cassianos or Hoskins to round out your little mini stack here. Guardians at Detroit taking on the Tigers, eight and a half total in this game. The Guardians, a 170 favorite, Zach Pleszek, Going up against Garrett Hill, you know, Plesek, 6,900 here, getting one of the best matchups in baseball. I mean, Plesek's not a huge strikeout guy. He's 6,900. Likely going to get some ownership here. I don't think this is the spot I want to play Plesek. I don't know if I necessarily want to take the bats either. Um, He just hasn't been pitching great. If there's ever a get-right spot, though, I mean... It's Detroit. So it's going to kind of come down to ownership for me in this spot. Um, you know, we saw yesterday, at Savilli, They kind of limited his pitches. He had four strikeouts, gave up a couple of runs, but only saw 62 pitches. Please. Zach has thrown over 90 pitches in three straight starts. So I'm not necessarily too worried about like his pitch count. Overall here. So I don't mind. Please Zach, but if he's going to be super chalky, he has really struggled with lefties and striking them out and getting them out in general. So they're gonna they're gonna throw maybe six or seven lefties at him here. So if he's going to be chalky, I could see you know fading him and and then on the other side, Garrett Hill is just not a great pitcher. You know he'll go out and throw five innings. Um, he'll be okay, but this guy. K rate, 10% walk rate, 6.2 XFIP has really struggled with right-handed power bats. Lefties, he's done a a little bit better job, but overall, this is a tough lineup strikeout-wise anyway, so Hill, not someone I want to play in this spot, and I kind of like Cleveland a lot in this spot with Ramirez, Naylor, Jimenez, um, Gonzalez, Rosario... Not my favorite, but if I'm kind of running it, rounding out of stack, it'd be him or Jones or even Quan, um, depending on, you know, what you're looking at position wise, as far as the Detroit bats, please take his really struggle with lefties. So I think if you want to go green or Reyes or Castro Candelario, I don't think I full stack this, but I could see maybe using some of these cheaper bats like Candelario is 2900 green is 3900 he's kind of priced up but i mean we're waiting for the talent and the the prospect to kind of show up in that one so but candelario would be my favorite here at 2900 he's just so cheap again Castro, i don't know if i really want to use a first baseman that i mean i really want to pay up at first base as much as i i possibly can here today whether it be goldschmidt krone abreu um, just a bunch of good spots for these top end first basements today. Texas at Houston, a total in this game, the Astros, a three, 10 favorites. We got Reagan's going up against Valdez today. Cole Reagan's 5,400 made his major league debut last week against Chicago. Pitch pretty decent left-handed pitcher. The only problem was, I mean, he had four walks and three strikeouts. He just really struggled with command. Um, you can't do that against Houston. Too many good bats in this lineup. Patient bats. Not a hun- not a ton of strikeouts. So, I think this is a spot I definitely want to stay away. Um, even though he didn't allow or earned run, he had some big-time negative regression coming uh, in that start. So... I I'm gonna be much higher on the Houston bats than I will be on Cole Reagan's Valdez ninety eight hundred. He's kind of pricey today. I mean, he's someone that can go out and have a good start. Don't get me wrong, but he he's sitting at like a twenty one and a half percent strikeout rate. He's a huge ground ball guy. Which I mean, there's a lot of ground ball hitters in this lineup, so I could see him going a hundred pitches and throwing maybe like seven clean innings. I don't think he has you know 10 strikeout upside in this spot but i mean there are a ton of strikeouts towards the bottom half of this lineup um depending on who's in there if duran's in there and hernandez uh, those guys strike out at huge clips um garcia even strikes out at big clips against lefties so not my favorite i don't think he's the worst option on this slate either like i said pitching's kind of shaky on this slate um i mean dylan sees is going to be the number one guy for me today and i i mean i like merrill kelly against pittsburgh um more than i like valdez against texas and we'll talk about that so when we get there as far as the texas bats go haim is someone that hits left handed pitching really well um i mean he's just a huge ground ball guy so i think if i'm playing anybody here it's marcus simeon he's a big time fly ball hitter um, throughout his career, he's been a fly ball hitter. So Marcus Simeon would be the guy that I'd want to target against Valdez. And then on the Houston side, I mean, I like how Tuve, Mancini, Bregman, Diaz, Pina, Vasquez, um, all these guys here, all these righties against Reagan's, uh, like I said, in his first start, he got a kind of, he kind of got lucky. Um, so I don't mind, you know, looking at a full Houston stack. On today's slate, White Sox and Royals eight total in this one. White Sox, a 190 favorite. Dylan sees going up against Zach Granky. We'll start here with Dylan sees he's 10 4, highest price pitcher on the slate. Also comes in at a 33% K rate, 16% swinging strike rate, highest strikeout upside on the slates, and gets a lot offense with. I mean, there's some power in this lineup, but there's also a lot more strikeouts now that, you know, after the trade deadline and they moved a couple pieces. So I think Dylan sees a 10-4 is your SP1 today for tournaments and cash games. I think his ceiling is just massive in this spot. So ton of interest in Dylan sees against Kansas City. Zach Ranky. I'm not playing a 13% K guy. Um, shout out to Keith on his Chris Bubich call yesterday. I think he ended up scoring outscoring like Verlander and, um, Alcantara. So huge call from him yesterday. Um, yeah, let's see. Verlander did 17.9. So Boobich didn't end up outscoring Verlander. I don't think. But he had a good start. He had a good start. Um, I don't remember how many he had now. I'm looking it up because now I'm curious. He had 16.75. That that was a solid start for his price. So shout out to Keith. Uh thanks for, to, to Keith for filling in, you know, a couple times this week. Been fun having him on the last few days. But anyway, Zach Ranky, low strikeout guy. I mean, he doesn't really walk. Chicago doesn't really walk. They're going to put the ball in play against him here. And Granke has um, kind of come off of that like mid-season high and, you know, back down to Zach Granke. So no interest for me in Granke. White Sox have been struggling pretty much all year. Uh, the talent is there, but, uh, I mean, you never know what you're going to get out of this lineup. I like the stack. I think they're super playable. I'm always down to stack against Zach Greinke. My only problem is Greinke doesn't typically give up a lot of home runs. Um, so you're going to need them to you know, get some runs in this spot. To outscore score um, cores in our next game that we're going to talk about. So um, Kansas City bats, I don't really have any interest in Kansas City. Dylan C's um, definitely the most talented pitcher on the slate, and I don't need to go there today. So I'm going to pass on that spot. Uh, St. Louis at Colorado, taking on the Rockies, 12 total, most books here. Um, Cardinals, a 125 favorites. Hudson against Marquez. Dakota Hudson, 12% K rate, 10% walk rate, 5.4 XFIP on the season. Gives up a ton of hard contact. This is a easy, easy fade spot for me on Hudson. And then Marquez, someone that like we we knew had some talent. Outside of cores, but I mean, he's just struggled in general facing a tough offense here, gives up a ton of hard contact, more power to righties than he does to lefties. So, um, definitely no interest for me in Herman Marquez. As far as St. Louis goes, obviously, a ton of interest in Goldschmidt and O'Neal, O'Neill, um, Gorman. Looking at like some of the cheaper bats, Carlson is 41, DeYoung is. 37 and Newt bar is still 2,200. He's probably going to end up being a very popular value play on the slate. Uh, Pool host, man. I mean, I got 29 from pool hosts on yesterday's slate was really close to cracking the top 10 with a GPP. Um, And, and had Connor Joe and Trey Mancini in my lineup who didn't play, Um, got busy with the kids and totally forgot to check. and, Yeah, got scored 150-something fantasy points with Mancini and Joe. So, I mean, what could have been, right? Anyway, made money. I mean, profit's profit. It's just one of those things where you're like, darn, could have done a lot better. But anyway, pool hosts, um, 29 yesterday was awesome. So, Colorado side, I love the Rockies today. I mean, I like the Cardinals and the Rockies. Both these teams... I think the chalky build is to try to fit in as many bats in this game as possible um, that pitching will allow you. And, I mean, there's some cheap bats on both sides. So, I mean, Crone's 5K and Blackman's 4,900, but they're all under 5K here for Colorado. You're not getting um, as cheap of bats here. But, I mean, Hillard has power at 2,500. And, I mean, just the top half of this lineup is something you want to target. Dakota Hudson is very, very hittable. Crone um, would be my favorite. He's just expensive. Uh, good pivot, maybe off of Paul Goldschmidt on the other side of this game. But those would be my two favorite first basemen by far on this slate. All right, we finish it out with pittsburgh at arizona jt brubaker going up against merrill kelly eight total diamondbacks a 180 favorite in this one we'll start here with jt brubaker brubaker is really good when he gets to face right-handed heavy teams he really struggles with left-handed heavy teams and that's what he's going to see here today going to face an offense that probably ends up with six or seven left-handed hitters in the lineup and It just kind of hurts his upside overall. He's a 213 ISO, 350 Woba against lefties, where he has a 329 and 111 ISO against righties. Um, Strikeout rate, around the same, but all the underlining numbers are way better against righties than lefties. So don't want to play JT Brubaker today, like the Arizona side of this game. Um, I like Merrill Kelly a lot. He's someone that limits the power, not a huge strikeout guy, but this lineup, there's so many strikeouts in this lineup right now. On a nightly basis, this lineup has anywhere from 24 to 28% K rate as a combined offense. So they're rolling out lineups that have nobody under 20% strikeout. So I like Kelly. I think he gets a bump upside-wise, um, and I think he's someone that you know can go seven eight innings in this spot and pitched really well against pittsburgh today so ton of interest um in merrill kelly today at 9100 no interest for me in the pittsburgh bats I, I think this is a tough spot i think if you want to play anybody it'd be Cruz um with some power upside but i mean he strikes out with the high like a high strikeout rate reynolds would be probably my second favorite but just no real interest in the pittsburgh bats here today and then on the Arizona side, I mean, I have some interest in Rojas, Thomas, Marte, Varsho type of bats. Um, Brubaker a lot better against righties, like I mentioned. So any of these lefties that you want to play, you know, value-wise, I, I think are um, definitely in play today for Arizona. Um, I guess I'll play the morning grind game really quick, and then uh, we'll get out of here. Quicker podcast today, like I said, pretty straightforward. When we have these early slates, I know guys and girls are trying to cram this podcast in as fast as possible. Some listen to it in the mornings, um, some listen to the night before. All right. Delayed long enough under 8K to get six or more strikeouts. I don't think anybody under 8K gets six or more strikeouts. If I had to pick someone, it'd probably be Zach Plezak. But I don't think anybody under 8K, I think this is a day. Where you're going to use those cheap bats as much as possible because pitching kind of stinks. Over 8K to score under 15. I think I got to go Kyle Gibson to score under 15 at 8K today. Over 4K to hit a home run, not in cores. Um, uh, let's see. Dead air, dead air. Um I guess I'll go Schwarber. I was trying to find somebody besides Schwarber, but I'll go Kyle Schwarber. Under 4K to get two hits. Not in Cores. Uh, give me Trey Mancini against Reagans, assuming that he'll be back in the lineup here, facing the lefty sack to score six or more runs um i mean obviously like i said st louis colorado they're in great spots we try to leave cores out here i'll go white socks against zach ranke uh i like the white Sox a lot in this spot so i'll go with the white Sox. that is going to wrap it up here for thursday big slate friday back to a normal um yeah podcast so Appreciate everyone listening. Hope you enjoyed. Hope you have a great Thursday. See you all tomorrow.